This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. PNC Bank is testing out a pilot program to prevent fraud. Google plays best of 2018. What is 5G? The FCC is investigating major, a major CenturyLink outage. Essential phones are no longer in stock, plus the top tech stories of 2018. It's Friday, December 28th, 2018. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is Episode 7 with a special edition of the GNC Week in Review podcast, the GNC Year in Review 2018. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, or you can check the podcast on TuneIn, Spotify, or on Stitcher. Also on GNCWeekly.com is where the show notes from each episode is posted every Friday evening. Please get connected with GNC Weekly on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus at GNC Weekly. Love to hear your comments, suggestions, feedback, etc. at GNCWeekly at gmail.com. Now, before we jump into tech news from this past week and also tech news from GeekNewsCentral.com from this past week... <clears throat> Excuse me, we're going to jump into the tech news from the year that was here in the year 2018. Um, there's a article on CNET.com on the uh, top tech stories um, from 2018. They range from Fortnite, 5G. I'll talk about 5G, about that, about that a little more about that in a little while. Um, Google's, uh, the Google announcement um, from Google I.O. Google, if I can get the words out. <laughs> <laughs> the announcement from Google I.O. Um, about uh, Google Duplex. However, the most biggest tech news of 2018 was, of course, of course, Facebook, where in March news broke the data that data on nearly 100 million of its users have been mishandled by Cambridge Analytica. That's a political consultant firm with links to the Donald with Donald Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Mark Zuckerberg testified at two congressional, congressional, congressional hearings this past year where he gave basic boilerplate, boilerplate, uh, boilerplate answers to the uh, congressman and senator's questions. And, of course, uh, there's, no, there's no clear answers. Um, of course, uh, lawmakers cannot grasp what Facebook is, how it works, things, how it operates, etc., also this year, COO Sheryl Sandberg um, faced blowback, blowback for hiring a political public relations firm to investigate Facebook critics, including George Soros. In June 2018, after all the nonsense with Cambridge Analytica and its debacle, and pretty much everyone was in an uproar about all the information Facebook was given away, New York Times broke the news that the company that Facebook also struck deals with device manufacturers like. Amazon, Microsoft, and BlackBerry, through which it shared Facebook's users' personal data. And speaking of uh, data, personal data, over on geeknewscentral.com, Jen from the GNC writing team posted an article two weeks ago where Facebook notified developers that a photo API bug was discovered that, quote, may have affected people who used Facebook login and granted permission to third-party apps to access their photos. And they said, currently, 
Uh, Facebook said that currently we believe this may have affected up to 6.8 million users and up to 1,500 apps built by 876 developers. The only apps affected by this bug were ones Facebook approved to approve approved to access the Photos API and that individuals had authorized access to their photos. The bug, quote, potentially gave developers access to photos shared on Marketplace on Facebook Stories. It also impacted photos that people uploaded to Facebook but chose not to post. So it seems like the majority of the news from from Facebook is with one giant data breach. And um, so those are just some of the few, uh, few things that happened with Facebook in 2018. And I'll have a link in the show notes um, from wire.com. Pretty much the much majority of the news was all bad news all around in 2018 um, for Facebook. So we just hope that uh, in 2019, um, the tide swings more in the good than the bad. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. And we'll keep an eye out in 20, uh, 2019. Excuse me. In other news from 2018, Google Play announced their best of 2018, and first with their fan favorites of 2018, the uh, game PUPG Mobile uh, for apps YouTube, YouTube TV, for movies uh, Avengers Infinity War, best app of 2018, Drops Learn 31 New Languages, Best game of 2018, PUPG Mobile. PUBG Mobile, excuse me. Also from Google, the top trending searches of 2018. The top trending searches included DJ, musician, uh, AVICII, Abbasi. Abbasi, I'm probably mispronouncing the person's name or the musician's name. Uh, rapper uh, Mac Miller, uh, Stan Lee. Um, Anthony Bourdain, um, um, who passed away earlier this year. Stanley passed away earlier this year. Anthony Bourdain passed away earlier this year. Um, controversial rapper Triple uh, Triple X Tenacion, T-E-N-T-A-C-I-O-N, Stephen Hawking, and fashion designer Kate Spade. In music streaming news uh, from Spotify for 2018, Drake was the top streamed artist with the top stream album Scorpion and song God's Plan in 2018. With 8.2 billion streams this year alone, Drake has also became Spotify's most playlist play artist of all time. Rounding up the top five were Post Malone, Triple X, Tenacion, J Balvin, and Ed Sheeran. Ariana Grande was Spotify's top stream female artist in 2018, thanks to uh, albums um, Sweetener and hits including her latest Thank You, Next, with 220 million streams. In total, Grande was streamed more than 3 billion times around the world in 2018. The top streamed female artists in 2018 were Grande, Dua Lipa, D-U-A-L-I-P-A, Cardi B, Taylor Swift, and Camellia Cabela. Twitter, 20, Twitter 2018 saw Korean pop dominated the landscape with mega group BTS, followed, by, followed closely by EXO, earning some of the most liked and quoted tweets in addition to being the most discussed celebrities and musicians. The Winter Olympics generated the most tweets in a day during its closing ceremony on February 25th. And it was one of the most talked about sporting events outside of the World Cup in the NBA Finals. 
Fortnite, unsurprisingly, generated the most buzz among video games, and then there was the superheroes, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War, Incredibles 2, were the most discussed movies on Twitter. Twitter remained a major platform for political movements, um, anti-violence protests at the forefront, including uh, the March for Our Lives, NFL player protests, and Black Black Lives Matter. The hashtag MeToo movement against sexual assault and harassment continued to be a major force in 2018. And closing out the tech news of 2018 is the 25 most popular passwords in 2018. And yes, there are folks that have used these passwords and when i saw this list i had to do a double i had to do a double take so over on um lifehacker.com and just waiting for bring this up for you just give me a second so i can load this page why is this page not loading let's try this let's get this to load here click on here See, when I was pulling up the, when I was doing the show prep and getting everything ready and I had it all set up and everything, now it's not uh, um, coming up here. So give me, a, give me a second. Okay, so it's not going to go. So let's copy this and, and paste it into my browser. I apologize for sniffing, uh, sniffling a little bit. Okay, there we go. Okay, all right. The 25 most popular tw- popular passwords of 2018, and you're gonna love this. Again, these are the passwords that were used. <laughs> this which was really unreal. Okay, number one. <laughs> Listen to this. One two three four five six. Password. One two three four five six seven eight nine. One two three four five six seven eight. One two three four five. Uh, number six. One one one. One one one. Seven. One two three four five six seven. Number eight. Sunshine. Number nine. Qwerty. Ten. I love you. Eleven. Princess. Twelve. Admin. <laughs> Thirteen. Welcome. Fourteen. Uh, six six six. 666, <laughs> ABC, 123, number 16, football, 17, 123, 123, monkey, 18, 19, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, 20, um, exclamation point, the at sign, the pound sign, or, the, or hashtag, pound sign, excuse me, the dollar sign, percent sign, the up key, the ampersand and the star key, <laughs> Charlie, AA123456, 23, Donald, 24, password, number, and then number one, not O-N-E, one, number 25, <laughs> number 25, QWERTY123. So that's the top 25 most popular password of 2018. I cannot believe people are using these passwords. I mean, there's so, there's different password managers. There's like there's LastPass and other password managers. Why would anyone, why would anyone use these these passwords? So, if just to um, if anyone wants to share or find out why uh, people are using these passwords, please, I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email 
send me an email at gncweekly at gmail.com. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. So above all that, of all the things going on, what a year 2018 was. All right, now in the tech news that happened this week, um, 5G is coming. And over on makeuseof.com, there's an extensive article about 5G, and it talks about it in detail from the uh, evolution of cellular tech, how it started back in when it was first deployed um, in um, 1979 by NTT in Tokyo, Japan, termed 1G. Uh, then it spread to the U.S. and Europe in 1980. There was different, at that time, there was different standards. In 91, 2G was launched. Um, it also brought data. Then additions to 2G, uh, like GPRS and Edge. Um, then uh, data speed increased up to 384 kilobits. Then 3G in 2001. Then 4G in 2009. Um, and now the, the standard uh for 5G in 2018. Um, so it gives a uh, rundown, the great article to read um, about uh, new standards, what's new, um, the chipsets, things of that nature, should you get it? So um, so check out the article that I have it, that I'll have it posted in the show notes. In smart notice, in smartphones this week, I've been talking about in the last few episodes about the release of uh, affordable phones. Well, Apple is possibly, and I stress the word possibly, uh, Apple's getting on the foldable phone train, according to a report from Patently Apple. It appears that Apple has filed for a patent regarding a specialized coating for displays that are meant to be folded. This coating is meant to protect the display and allow to allow it to bend without damage, especially with repeated use. When this um, doesn't give really much insight as to what the development situation is at Apple regarding this foldable display, um, it does, at the very least, show that Apple's interested to a certain extent. Um, so either way, this may happen, this may not. It, it, it's possible it's years from happening. So um, we'll see what happens uh, in 2019 or in the future if Apple comes out with a smart, a foldable phone and probably it'll cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> so stay tuned. Um, in other smartphone news, it's sad to announce that the Essential Phone has switched over to out of stock on their um, Essential Shop last week or website last week in all colors and not much of a discount. It's mostly gone at Amazon too, apparently outside of some resellers trying to get rid of remaining devices um, with no prime shipping available in the uh, last couple of color options. Best Buy removed all listings in the unlock model, and now it shows on their website as no longer available. In a statement, uh, an essential spokesman is confirming that it is indeed the end of the essential phone, and also a new uh, mobile product is coming. Uh, he, the spokesman said, quote, we are sold out of essential phone on essential.com and won't be adding any new inventory. We are now hard at work with our hard at work on our next mobile product product, excuse me, and will continue to sell accessories and provide speedy software updates and customer support to our existing community. So the essential phone only lasted for a little over a year and a half. So what a shame that essential phone is no more. Closing out the smartphone news this week and speaking of 5G, we do know, already know that Verizon and Samsung is working on a 5G smartphone together um, that the, the official announcement was made earlier this month. However, 
um, showing thanks to uh, the XDA developers, it appears that Verizon's um, 5G smartphone with um, Samsung's code name might have been discovered to be quote unquote Bolt. The code name was discovered in a file named BOLTQ5GVZW, which isn't that that difficult to cipher. Fortunately, uh, just for the name, not much else is known uh, about the about the phone. Only so far it's going to be 5G. Um, there's a uh, there's some that claims that the phone in question could be actually be separate from their Galaxy S10 lineup. Uh, meaning that if you want a 5G smartphone and might not be offered, might not be offered with the Galaxy Galaxy S10. So we'll we'll see what happens in 2019 from Samsung and Verizon. Moving on to car tech this week, and if you have one hundred thirty thousand dollars to spend on electric vehicle, how about a Porsche? Um, Porsche's Taycan will come in three variants. And the top of line model will set you back as much as one hundred thirty thousand um, dollars. There was an email the reporter on the reporter had this on, I believe, on uh, CNET. I believe on CNET.com. Just want to take a quick look. I believe it's on CNET.com, so I pulled it up here. Where um, just want to pull this up real quick. Let's see. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I was on Gadget.com, excuse me, on Gadget.com, um, where the reporter noted that um, a reporter from The Drive, um, editor-at-large Alex Roy, um, who wanted to um, place a deposit, and in the email that he sent to him, he says, um, good afternoon, Alex, um, this is from Porsche's uh, global, global brand ambassador, um, he said to him, I'm following up on your inquiry, just the email, I'm following up on your inquiry on the upcoming Porsche Taycan. Uh, we're expecting to see the new model in about one year from now. Porsche is going to be built three models. The Taycan, Taycan, T-A-Y-C-A-N, Taycan 4S and Taycan Turbo. Pricing will start in the low 90000 for the Taycan, high nine, $90,000 for the 4S. And over and over one uh, one hundred thirty thousand dollars for the turbo before options, we are taking a twenty five hundred deposit. Wow! To put clients in order demand with Porsche, please let me know if you like to put a deposit on one of the take hand models. Um, <laughs> it's that's so apparently the, there's a base take hand. There's a four wheel drive model called take hand four S, and the um, premium one called the uh, take hand turbo. Um, so <laughs> this is amazing. Um, six figures um, for not six figures for the top in the top end model, and you have to drop down a twenty five hundred dollar deposit. Uh, it's a little too rich for me. <laughs> Over on geeknewscentral.com this week, Jen from the GNC writing team posted an article yesterday that Instagram users may have encountered an unexpected unexpected change yesterday. When trying to scroll through their feed, instead of being able to vertically scroll through Instagram, the chains temporarily switch to a switch it to a horizontal scroll. TechCrunch reported that the change was due to a bug that mistakenly rolled out the chains to the Instagram feed. Many users found the chains from vertical scrolling to horizontal scrolling to be annoying. I never used um, 
uh, Instagram, so I imagine that's the case. Um, Adam Mosseri, O-M-O-S-S-E-R-I, had an Instagram posted an explanation on his verified Twitter account saying, quote, sorry about that. This was supposed to be a very small test, but we went broader than we anticipated. This in response to another Twitter user who noticed the unexpected horizontal scroll and who commented about it to Adam Wazeri. The the Verge reported only a few minutes after the horizontal feed went live, the old-fashioned vertical feed seems to have reappeared for most of the users who have been seeing the horizontally scrolling test. This was an interesting article that I pulled from rstechnica.com about PNC Bank where they're piling piloting a um a a, a, a tro- piloting a project project excuse me that can, that aims to test out credit cards with constantly changing credit card information credit card verification values or cvv so you know on the back of the card um on major on a lot of credit cards now banks and credit unions what have you on the back of the card um you have that three digit number on the right hand corner uh to their um to reduce, they're basically changing the, those numbers to reduce online credit fraud. Um, this is this is pretty cool. So part of the project we use to test how regularly the CVV needs to change to prevent fraud, while also making sure that users can complete their online purchases in time before the CVV they're working with expires. According to the um, Pittsburgh Post Gazette, card issuers like PNC can customize the interval. Thought the bank won't disclose the interval. It could it chose for the current pilot project. The e-ink display is also limited by a small lithium battery. So a 60-minute CVV refresh rate offers the card a four-year lifespan, and higher refresh rates will make that lifespan life lifespan shorter. So um, hopefully, more other ba- more maybe other banks, more banks, excuse me, will um, will file suit. Only time will tell. From the GNC Week in Review and in what's trending this week over on Twitter with over $33,000, what am I saying, 33,000 tweets, there is the um, hashtag Enigma, and we did some checking on it, apparently it's Lady Gaga's tour, latest tour, excuse me, and residency in Las Vegas. Trending over on Google last week with over 200,000 searches, Debbie Ryan and Josh, Josh Dunn of 21 Pilots are engaged. I ne- honestly never heard of them. Heard of them, but I posted a story from USA Today about the happy couple. So congratulations to the two of them. And um, finally, in this week, what's trending over on YouTube and trending this week at number three with over two million views is spoiler about the movie The Meg. It's titled "Everything Wrong with the Meg" in 16 minutes or less. It's 17 minutes and nine seconds long. I watched it, and I must say it's pretty hilarious. So if you don't like spoilers about the movie, spoilers. Um, don't watch the video. If you do like it, do you like spoilers, I encourage you to watch it, and I definitely um, give it uh, two thumbs up. I was guest hosting for the um, Geek News Central podcast um, yesterday, and I talked about a story about CenturyLink's outage um, where the, at a at a data center it affected um, 911 mobile calls in Oregon, Arizona, Idaho, Missouri, Seattle, Salt Lake City, and other locales. The 911 services are gradually coming back online in several states and cities following the outage. Uh, the status page, the CenturyLink status page notes the issue caused by a quote-unquote network element problem started at around noon Eastern time, Eastern time on Thursday. The company is working to resolve the problem and service has been restored in some areas such as Massachusetts. 
Um, CenturyLink provides all services to several carriers, including AT&T and Verizon. The outage didn't impact emergency calls from landlines. Residents in some affected areas received alerts to inform them of the problem. The notifications often indicated alternate means to contact emergency services if necessary. The, F- the FCC is looking into the situa- into this situation with Chairman Ajit Pai saying the outage is, quote, completely unacceptable and its breadth and duration are particularly troubling. He also stated in a statement, I directed the public safety and homeland Excuse me. I, he said in a statement, uh, quote, I have directed the Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau to immediately launch an investigation into the cause and impact of this outage. This inquiry will include an examination of the effect that CenturyLink, the CenturyLink, uh, CenturyLink's outage appears to have had on uh, appears to have had on other provider not providers 911 services. Following this week on GNC Week on GNC, excuse me. Following this week on GeekNewsCentral.com, Jen again from the GNC writing team posted yesterday that Epic Games, the creator of the incredibly popular Fortnite game, has reportedly made three billion dollars in profits in 2018. Wow, this number comes from unnamed sources who spoke to TechCrunch. Epic Games itself did not respond to requests for comment from TechCrunch. Uh, they have said that um, Epic Games had a good year in 2018 as any company in tech. Fortnite became the world's most popular game. Well, this is what TechCrunch is reporting, growing the company's valuation to $15 billion, but it has helped the company pile up cash, too. Epic grossed a $3 billion profit for this year, fueled by the continued success of Fortnite, a source with a source with knowledge of the business told TechCrunch and generally marked uh, uh, opinion. Uh, She said, personally, I'm always a bit skeptical of information that comes from anonymous or unnamed sources. However, in this specific case, I think there's a good reason to believe that Epic Games made a lot of money in 2018 from Fortnite. While I haven't played the game myself, I do find it entertaining to watch people stream it. And to be honest, I have not played Fortnite myself, but I do know the popularity of it, which makes sense that Epic Games made a tremendous amount of money this year. And that wraps up this week and this year's tech news. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from the GNC WIR community, be it on Facebook, Twitter, or on Google Plus at GNC Weekly, or by sending me an email with your comments, or sending me about the email with your comments. Um, Excuse me, with your comments, suggestions, etc. My email address, the email address, excuse me, is gncweekly at gmail.com. This is the last episode of 2018, and I want to take the opportunity to thank Todd Cochran for allowing me to bring me along uh, working on the podcast, Geek New Central Central Podcast, as executive producer, along with um, having my own podcast, this podcast, GNC Week in Review, alongside with the um, partner shows over at geeknewscentral.com. There, at, there is um, the new media show, The Gadget Professor and Podcast Legends. I'm very humble and thankful, and I would like to thank him for the opportunity from the bottom of my heart. I also like to thank all of you for listening and subscribing to the podcast. It's we, uh, podcast each week. It's only been seven episodes in so far. It's been a little bumpy for me. I'm just getting the gist, the gist of working on the prep of compiling the week's news um, from kicknewscentral.com uh, and all the various um, uh, various tech news sites. Um, we'll make sure we've got the um, 
getting the uh, the podcast recorded, making sure I don't chip up my words, making sure the the sound is good, the audio is good, uploading, publishing, etc. But it's it's a work in, it's still a work in a pro it's still that see I'm tripping over words now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a, it is a, it is a work in progress and i and i will definitely um i'm sure i'm very sure that it will it will get better over time 2019 for this podcast is going to be it's going to have more special editions like the one coming up on january 4th um it's going to be the um gnc wir um, cs 2019 preview and the um, January 11th episode is going to be a special edition of the GNC WIR, where it's going to be a wrap-up from CES 2019 for all the announcements from Las Vegas, um, including all the latest tech from, from over the 1,000 startups showing off new tech from Eureka Park at Tech West, um, Todd Cochran from Geek News Central, along with um, Scott Erst from F5 Live, Gadget Professor Don Bain. Um, the tech, the uh, tech ranch will be there. Um, that's the, all the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, TM, excuse me, the TPN TV, TPN.TV team of podcasters that will all be there providing coverage. Um, so I will, they will be there from, uh, I'll provide uh, links in the show notes, um, where you can catch the live coverage, um, starting on January 8th. And that will be on the, uh, the January 4th episode. Um, also, uh, later in 2019, I may perhaps incorporate more segments in the podcast, maybe have a uh, special, special guest host for the podcast. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot more coming, a lot more coming in 2019. Um, so please stay tuned um, in, for more coming in the uh, coming months in 2019. With that, um, I want to wish everyone out there a very, 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 very happy, healthy, and prosperous 2019. I will talk to you all soon.